the intro again. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, f- him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. We're back here for another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. I am your host and promoter of Clash and Carpet City and the guy who's going to beat JD, T.Y. Wow. And I'm Shane Daniels. And I'm Will. And damn, sounds like Tyler's ready to knock JD's dick in the dirt. Brother, and I'm Jake, and I am in shock of the heat that's going on in here. It's my turn the AC on. I'm JD, and um, my dick is not touching any dirt. Yeah, I bet you fuck weird, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. That you <laughs> fuck weird? Yes. Can we add another saying to this? Because apparently uh, Tyler didn't get it in the uh, group chat. I heard a guy go... She's ugly, but in a cute way. And then I thought to myself, that's most women that I've banged. I feel like that's Tyler with that haircut. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) Coming from a fuck boy haircut that you've had for the past how many years? Damn, guys. We got a show. What are you talking about? Damn. This is going gray and getting long. Sorry. Well, we we got a show to do. Sorry. You were his brother, Anakin. You were supposed to help him. Brothers talk to each other like this. Which one of you have the high ground? Well, it's JD. Look at his Obi-Wan beard. Well, JD does. He's taller. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Boy, I can't wait for March. We're doing short jokes. Hey, Will, are you allowed at school grounds? Yeah. Are you? Of course I am. Check my record. I didn't know you had had to shave the mustache. I'm sorry. Two people are talking at once, and both the hour I I really can't understand anyway. Man, you're being like kind of a dick today. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? It's closer to showtime, and I've also got a wrestling match in my show against my best friend JD. But JD kind of understands where I come from, like when I have this match, because I don't really like to lay back when it gets closer to wrestling and uh, closer to showtime. Like, I get a little more antsy. So, if I seem like a dingleberry douchebag right now, I apologize in advance. When March 26th comes around, everything will be so much better. You heard it here, so you'll folks. Keep back Tyler's ready to wrestle. He's got antsies in his pantsies. Oh, I, I didn't I didn't say uh, I didn't mean wrestle. I mean, uh, beat the shit out of JD. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. This way from a wrestling match to beating the shit out of me? Oh, damn. Sorry. Let me. I mean, me isn't that, that kind of what you do in a wrestling match? I mean, yeah. you wrestle. Yeah, you wrestle, but, I mean, there's also haymakers and what, what have you. Depends on also, the not forget who is the better wrestler. Uh, Yo, close fists are illegal in a pro wrestling match, fellas. Yeah, I mean, what kind of match are you trying to put on here, bro? Like, what I'm wondering. Like, because first you're like, fuck, I'm going to beat the fuck out of We're going to wrestle. And then you're like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of him and knock his dick in the dirt. And I'm just like, 
This escalated very quickly. So no, it's okay. are you guys yes. having a wrestling match or are you guys having a fight? What the fuck? Are, what is going on? It's all yes. good. He sprinkled in a that's my best friend. So it's all good. Yeah. See, well, he this, knows this, he this, can't this, win a wrestling match or a fight. So he's just talking shit now. That's true. Well, that's not true. Hang on a minute. Let's, let's back mean, up a second. Um, there, not, there's history out there that uh, I've beaten you. So it's on YouTube. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Top in. Uh, JD gets fucked up by TY. It pops up every time. To be fair, I've beaten both of you. That's actually true. That to is. To be fair, I've beat every all three of you. You haven't beat me. Have we beat. Have we having a wrestling match before? Yeah, we no, have. No, actually, Tyler and I beat you in a tag match. I beat you in a tag match at Ego too. What the fuck? Yeah, Shane, you suck too. Holy yeah, God. well, we beat you guys for tag titles. So yes, that's you true. didn't pin us. None of y'all have pinned me, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm a significantly better wrestler. That's fair. To be fair. Never lost. Will is the only one in this chat that has not lost to someone else in it. But has he won? Yeah, dude, I've pinned Jake so many times. I trained him. Okay. Well, Will did beat me in Puerto Rico, but that doesn't count. Will, your customs don't count. It wasn't a national broadcast, so... He beat me in Rio de Janeiro in the Intercontinental Title Tournament. Yeah, I did. Too bad I lost to Pedro in the finals. That happens. Well, can we... Uh, count out, though. Still Tyler, can you at least, you know, not be a dick the rest of the show so we can get this underway? I cannot guarantee that, but we'll, we'll try. And, and that's an honest answer for me. All you got to do is ask. You need help? We're here to help you. What do you, need, what do you mean, do I need help? What are we talking about here? I mean, like, if you need help running in the back, you know, cooking some hot dogs that you're going to pay everybody with. I don't know. Well, hot like, dogs are out of the question. So. You carny motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the hot dogs are for the boys, Will. Are yeah. you going to at least shake our hands and be like, hey, thanks for oh, coming? Yeah. yeah, I thought you didn't like handshakes. I don't. Well, guess what you get? A swift pat on the back and a good job. And an I'll take that. Okay. You get the good I'm not even boy supposed pat. to be there that day, so I mean, well, Dante, I apologize. Oh, does that make me Randall? Yes, that makes me Randall. You're fucking so then who's Randall. Virgil? <laughs> Tyler. Tyler, because he's got all the fuck money. <laughs> Don't give him a tenner. Anyways, JD. You're you're quiet. Yeah. You're not getting scared, are you? No, I've been on mute and didn't realize it. <laughs> it's that magic ability I have. Oh, good times. Uh, let's talk about the raw opener this week. Sami Zayn came out to the Ottawa crowd to a not quite as big of a welcome as he got in Montreal, but still a pretty big pop. I, I love that he's still re- using his old interest music again. I love that old NXT theme. Um, what did you guys think about this segment? Because him and KO didn't reconcile. KO walked off, left him in the left him and told him to go get his buddy Jay. I liked it. I think it would honestly be really stupid if they did just suddenly be like, "Let's team up right off the bat." Mm. Like Kevin made a lot of good points. Sammy did just kind of stand there doing nothing while he was getting his ass beat. 
He's not wrong. Yeah. I really like the uh, the realness of it as far as like emotion wise, like because Kevin was like, I didn't do it for you. I did it for me. I did it for your family, your dad, your wife. So they didn't have to watch you get your ass beat. Like the emotion was what really sold that promo. And I'm really glad that they went that direction because it would be just stupid to be like, hey, fuck you for nine months and then let's be friends. I mean, it'd be very Vince McMahon. Yeah, I mean, they've done that a lot, like how Rollins and Moxley went from a nine-month feud to tag champions. Yeah. They've done the whole, uh, hey, we're best buddy friends after you just rocked my shit a few weeks ago a lot. So seeing the uh, more nuanced direction is a lot more fun. Well, you saw how long it was before Sean and Marty were friends again after the barbershop. That's true. She was like 10 years, 12 years, 14 years, however fucking long it was. I mean, it takes a long time to forgive a man for that kind of audacious cowardice to just jump through a window like that. Yeah, the yeah, fucking Marty, blatant Marty disrespect. Did, hey, Marty did jump through that window, though. He was. He was trying to escape. Yeah. Um, my only question here is where does the Jerry Uso fit into this of everything? Because if you saw it SmackDown this week, you saw the promo between Jimmy and Sami Zayn. We're jumping ahead just a little bit, but it all fits together. So we got the whole thing with Jimmy and Sami and Jay. And I'm just wondering where Jay fits in all this. Is he going to fall in line or is he really a fuck Roman at this point? He's going to fall in line. Yeah. For now. I think the more interesting story is for him to not fall in line. I agree with you completely, JD. Um, I really think that they need to separate, and this is a good separation for them. Um, I don't know. I because don't at the end of the day, separation. all you're going to have is like, Roman's just going to gaslight him and gaslight him and gaslight him, and eventually Roman's going to find no use for him and like i've always said you're you're useful till you're not and when he's not he's going to get a chair or a fucking superman punch or a spear or something so it'd be a more interesting story if jay didn't fall in line i don't know i just feel like they're not gonna pull the trigger on jay finally turning his back on the bloodline until wrestlemania I still feel like it's going to be like they could easily slot in solo into Jay's role for that tag title match, but I'm a, there's more value in an Usos match than Jimmy and Solo. I completely agree with you. I feel like it's going to be he's going to get gaslit a little bit longer. He'll fall in line, and then at Mania is when he will turn. After they lose the titles. Yeah. Well, yes. I think him turning is what's going to cost them the titles. Ah, the old classic tag team miscommunication. Let's talk about that uh, Cody segment with Paul Heyman. Do we have to? I mean, we have to. It's the main event. 
Um, I know we're not all the biggest fans of Cody on this podcast, but I feel like they're doing a really good job of leaning into his strengths right now and like hiding his weaknesses, which, hey, guess what AEW didn't do with Cody Rhodes? Guess what Cody Rhodes didn't do with Cody Rhodes? Well, I feel like, I, and I've said this, I said it last week, I've said it in group chat, I'll say it again, you got to do something. Can't be crying. Crying isn't going to help you. Saying Dusty's name isn't going to help you. Talking about how you end it, racism isn't going to help you. I mean, it's helped him this far. Yeah, but not after Montreal. It ain't going to help him. Yeah, you can't play these things on repeat. What's the next yeah. move? What's the next step? What are we doing next week? And if it wasn't for Paul Heyman, also, I mean, once again, I'll say it, he doesn't miss the part where he said, you know, explaining, uh, you know, these days you're going to be doing this, and these days you're going to do that, and you're not going to be home with your wife, and you're not going to be home with your baby, and you're not going to be home here, and and can you handle that pressure and he's like, you know, I would say something distasteless about Roman banging your wife, but he's a happily married man. And then when Paul said, but I'm not. Classic Paul. Yeah. Paul's got game. Paul Heyman's a man. Yeah, I think Paul Heyman's going to be a real big driving force in this whole program. I think he's definitely so far been doing all the heavy lifting in their feud. Well, he's by far the best promo of the three. That's true. All right. <laughs> I was waiting on somebody to backtrack on them. I mean, no, I stuck on that. If I was you can't say rank, anything against that. If I was going to rank promos, Paul Heyman, then I put Cody, and then I put Roman. Yeah, I would see. I would flip that. I'd put Cody at the bottom. Of course you will. Also, have well, Cody. My is a Roman yeah, but promo you hate. At least you absolutely love fucking Cody, and that. Me on the other hand, I'm open about it. He is a good promo when you give him a good situation to do set promo. I will break that tattoo of Cody's from one to ten. The splotch. The splotch. The splotch. It's a. Uh... It's definitely a American nightmare out of ten. Okay. So, do you think is that what is that what's holding Cody back? Is that tattoo? Um, maybe, but I'm still holding out hope for a spot that Roman will just get out a little straight razor and shave it off. You know what? You know something family friendly for the kids front row. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, go. you know what I think, Will? You know what I think? I think JD secretly has that tattoo too. Secretly, I think. I think so. I think what, that makes me want. I think that's why. What? I, I think that's why I'm so antsy right now to have this match. We're, we're getting. We're getting out of line. We're getting out of line. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm sorry, JD. Forgive me, dude. Um, forgive me. I'm just sorry. to. Just well, to get add mom. to the add to the Cody's tattoo conversation. Um, whenever I see it, I always think of Charlie and uh, it's always sunny going America all over everybody's asses. 
<laughs> well, here's the here's the real question about this feud. Do you guys see Roman losing at Mania? Because no. if you look at the if you look at how many days are left until a thousand, like I don't think he's losing it. At I don't. I don't at all. I do, but I think the Usos will lose, and that's where you'll get that. But I don't think Roman will lose. You're too. Cl- we're too close to a thousand days. It makes no sense. So if that's the question, who does uh, Roman drop it to? If it's not to get Cody, do we? Go I mean, back? he'll drop it to Cody, but it's not going to be that fucking. It's not going to be at Mania. I mean, there's so, but, a very obvious pick as the backup that everyone seems to be overlooking. Who? Otis Dozovich. Ugh. Oh, fuck's sakes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say J.D. Rollins. I'm sorry. I mean, that's a that's a that's like number eight on the backups. I thought you were going to say, you know, I'll take eight, Andy. <laughs> Although I don't know, they are building up that boy Uncle Howdy pretty strong. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about Bo Dallas, right? No, Uncle Howdy. Ah, uh, Bo Dallas. No, Uncle Howdy. We've still yet to see them. Together in the same room? Yeah, so it could be, but I don't know. Last I remembered, Bo Dallas wasn't spooky. So clearly it couldn't be him. No, he's all about believing. Exactly. Because if you don't believe, then you don't accomplish. All right, let's get back to Raw. We've gotten off track a little bit. How about Seth Rollins using The Miz as a Logan Paul surrogate? I thought that worked really well. The curb stomp in the in the Astro Boy boots was lovely. <laughs> I mean, that's peak, that's peak Seth Rollins right there. I love those boots. You know those $1,000 boots? Which is really? fucking Jeez. ridiculous. Yeah, they're $1,000 boots. But I could get them for two hundred from a fucking cosplay maker. But Wish dot com, fifty bucks. Well, now. <laughs> um, my favorite part of the ding dong hello segment was definitely um, Bailey telling Becky and Lita to use the door. Yeah, Bailey is the goat. That was funny. I hope that they run with damage control for a very long time. Well, don't forget, you got the greatest tag team ever on SmackDown coming for them. Ronda Rousey and fucking uh, Shayna Baszler. It makes me so sad that they're definitely going to drop the belts to them. It makes me super sad, too. I don't know. That shit was hilarious where Ronda gets decked and she's outside the ring and she's yelling, like, who the hell is that? And Shayna just dead as hell just goes, that's Tegan Knox." Like, they'll literally put her with anybody. Is she like the fucking, they don't know what to do with her? They're just like, hey, looks like you need some help. I'm going to put you with them. She's the new Rob Van Dam. We don't know what else to do with you. Have a random tag team partner. <laughs> well, until she gets hurt again. Oh. All right. Let's talk about the big news coming out of Raw. Who's excited for Brock versus Omos? I think it's a swerve, and I'm not going to say anything further than that. It's a goddamn swerve. Yo, if it happens, I'm actually excited. 
If this it is happens, main event I both will nights. fucking not watch WrestleMania. <laughs> I will mark the fuck out. I'm not gonna lie. I will mark the fuck out. That is too Why? big meaty slapping meat. Why? Meaty men slapping meat. Because Omos instantly neutralizes half of Brock's moveset. You think he can suplex a man that tall? Yes, no, I, I do. I, Brock, I do want to see the novelty of being seeing Omos dude. take a bump. I want to see the novelty of seeing him take a bump. Omos taking an F5 might be the greatest thing like, ever. Yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. Like, the spectacle alone is fantastic. And you know he's not going over, so Brock's just going to fucking dog shit all over him for five minutes. And I think that's fantastic. See, I disagree. I can almost guarantee you Omos is going to squash the fuck out of that giant gorilla man. Bronk. Bronk sad. So apparently they planned... Match for Brock was Pat McAfee. Fuck. Wait, is Vince still booking? Cause and, and this fell through. That made no sense why. to me. It made no sense to me. Period. So um, Omos makes more sense to you. At least Omos is on the damn roster and is huge. Pat and that McAfee makes sense to you because we still don't have a finish. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley program. I don't think that's a feud that will ever finish. Walter versus Brock Lesnar is better. I think exactly. Lashley versus Brock is something that they can always come back to. Yeah. I think it's a swear. I still think show, that Bill. Brock Lesnar Bray might happen because Bray literally cut the same promo he did in 2016 on on Brock. On Friday. That just... I don't know. I, I'm kind of over the Bray thing now. Like, I I'm think everybody so is. I just want to see Bray in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch match. And who yes. would put in there than Brock Lesnar and Bray Wyatt? That would be so much fun. Oh, Moss. No! <laughs> I would love to see Brock Lesnar with the spooky shit. Just because, like, I we've never seen him do it for one, and also Brock Lesnar with spooky shit and, and Bray Wyatt. I just think that'd be so much fun because Brock's just gonna try to mow everything down, and everything's just gonna be like ghosts and shit. And I just think it'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's I gonna know Brock put over Uncle Howdy. As long as he like, he's like, fuck it. At the end of it, I hope he's like, fuck these ghosts. I'm gonna have a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. That's all. <laughs> That's why you got to put him in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch match because he gets angry when he doesn't eat. Well, it, WrestleMania fun. is sponsored by Snickers again this year. There you uh, go. That's Brock the finish. He eats a Snickers. Brock finally no, gets eat. Omos squashes Brock, Brock. They're the Cinnamon Toast Crunch match. And then Brock cuts a promo. He's like, you know, I just really haven't been feeling myself. Eats a Snickers. And then he's good. He's got the boombox, Brock. <laughs> when he won the briefcase, he does the boombox thing. Yeah. Just because he had a Snickers. <laughs> Brock, you know, sorry. We'll don't, we'll, we'll don't think about that too long. How about uh, Dominic Mysterio and Charlotte Flair on SmackDown? Love it. I'm a big fan of Prison Dom, and I love everything Prison Dom does. Yo, Dom looking at Charlotte Flair and be like, smile more. 
Yeah, like all the <laughs> shit talking. And then, and then she's like, I have a real Mexican, or what'd she say? I have a Mexican man at home with a she said she had accent. A, yeah, she had a the real Latino at home, and he, Latino heat at home, and he had a thicker accent. It's and you know what's funny? On Twitter, he literally posts a picture of him in front of his TV, and it says, at home. <laughs> I was about to say, so, he's real unemployed. Love Andrade. Oh, no, he's he still ain't going to be unemployed AEW. for very long, trust me. He's still under contract. I'd like to stay home and get paid. So, he's got that JTT, or JGT contract, where he just... Don't do anything. JTG? Yeah. Basically. That too. But yeah, that, that segment was really good. Um, I like that they're not putting Rhea and Charlotte together too much yet. Especially with how much build we've got left. Yeah, it's still hope- a lot of time. I'm hoping this leads to a hair versus mask match between Dom and Ray so we can have bald prison Dom. Oh, yes, man. But that mullet he's got's fucking magical. So that's Eddie Guerrero's kid with that mullet. I think that's the whole reason why he keeps it. I think so too. He's got Latino heat, like his dad. He does. Hey JD, how about that? Do you have Latino heat? No. No, of course you don't, because you're going to lose in your match March 25th. That's right. All right, next. It's a weird segue. That is a weird weird segue. It is weird. Sorry. Carry on. You could make that work better. Um, Anyway, how about that six-man tag? Do you have any more praise for uh, what was his name? Will? Obviously, we can't remember his name. (laughs) Bronkley Stronkelman. Bronkley Stronkelman. Do you have any more praise for that man? No. I didn't didn't watch. <laughs> I don't think I watched that. Senator uh, Bronson, mom. I think I was using the bathroom. I don't know. Bram Stramwam's been doing better work than he has been for the last few years, but I think it's also just a big case of look at who he's been in the ring with. Hold on, wait. There was a six man tag. Exactly yeah. on SmackDown. Exactly. Yep. It was Broomstrom, Ricochet, and somebody. <laughs> I must have not have watched that because I, I remember the Charlotte uh, no, that, match or the promo, and then I remember Karrion Cross and Rey Mysterio. It was Matt. It was Imperium versus Braun, um, Ricochet, and Matt Cat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's who. That's why I couldn't remember who the third man was because, because there was no third man. He was lame <laughs> as fuck. Matt Cat Moss is lame as fuck. When Matt did this match happen? Well, the epitome of just. You were probably taking and a he's piss. There. He's a generic. It's like rep. any Black Betty Bambalam match, you fucking missed it because you were in the piss suit. Apparently. Or you were watching a match against T.Y. and J.D. and T.Y. was winning. Yeah, this match was right after the Sami Zayn segment. Okay, no sold you there. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even worried about it anymore. Anyway, Bob and Dad are fighting again. 
let's move on to the discussion. We, uh, the big discussion of the episode. So this week over on the AE dubs, um, we got some progression in the feud between Brian Danielson and MJF for the title. Um, the promo honestly just kind of made me feel bad for the dude more than anything. It didn't give him heat for me. I was just like, damn, dude, you wanted to kill yourself? That's genuinely sad. But I just kind of feel like maybe MJF has peaked. I definitely think he's peaked. I'd have to agree with you. That promo, like when you were like, hey, watch the promo, I was like, all right, I'll watch it. Um, to me, it just sounded like every other MJF promo. Oh, man, I, something bad happened to me. I want to kill myself. Oh, let me take a cheap shot at your family. Fuck it. Okay, cool. I sleep in a race car bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I sleep at in a this bed point, with At this point, like, he's became Cody. It's the same fucking shit. His promos are all the same. Tell me I'm lying. No, they've... His William Rigo really promo was the same. Oh, you said some shit. Made me want to kill myself. His CM Punk promo, same shit. Oh, it's just another day for CM Punk, but it's important for me. Y'all, I wanted to kill myself. Go see a doctor. Some fucking meds. Do yeah. something. Yeah, for real. I don't know. It's just... It is, like very much beating a dead horse of like you can't have some small interaction with literally every fucking wrestler you work with that it's like oh you slided me back in the day and this was a key part of my villain origin story like it was a lot more fun when he was just a prick and not like all of these things made me like this i don't care why you're like this just be like an ass so yeah, because i think you, i would well, sorry. I was gonna say when when you overexplain a thing, it, it's not special anymore. That's a big problem with modern movies is they want to exposition you to fucking death and not leave any fucking mystery to it. It's way cooler when you don't know why he's a gigantic prick. Well, it let doesn't me throw... matter why he's a gigantic prick. It's like with the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Michael doesn't need an origin story because nope. there's more wow factor in the fact that he is just this ruthless killer and with mjf there's more intrigue in the fact that he is just the worst fucking person i don't need to know the step-by-step of how he came to be like this yeah so let me let me throw something out there for you real quick if mjf weren't champion yet if they held off him winning the title for a while and this was still his storyline like he was still progressing this way and his promo still happened, but it wasn't about the title. It wasn't revolving on the title. I feel like, it, for me personally, it would mean more. Like, it would be progression. But now that he's champion, he's kind of still doing the same things he was doing when he wasn't champion. And I feel like if this was still about him building up a character to get to that point where he was champion, it would mean more. But now that he's already champion, it's just kind of falling flat for people. But we already... Here's the thing. Anybody who watches wrestling religiously or outside of WWE or AEW or anything like that, and you watch the indies and you watch PWG and you watch all these other places like that, you already know 
who fucking what his whole story is and what character he is. I don't. I, I mean, if it, we were building it and we didn't have the title, yeah, it would make sense. But we have the title. You got what you wanted. Now you don't want to lose it. Every bad thing that happens to you should not translate back into, well, this is why I'm a fucking dick. Do you think this, if he were in WWE, his character would be go, doing better? Do you think they'd have, be able to have the... Well, like, yeah, because they would have more creative people yeah. that go, hey, we're trying to make money. We're trying to make cinematic movies over here. We're trying to make fucking stories that make sense. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't really think it would be any better or worse. I think there would be a bit less exposition-y bits, but I feel like overall they would still handle him the same way. I don't think he would be in the main event scene, but no. it'd be, be roughly he'd be right about there the with LA Knight. No, I just said he's not anywhere near the main event scene. <laughs> Intercontinental guy at best. No, I definitely think eventually he would get a world title run, but it wouldn't be one where it's you are the focal point for the season. It would be more like... A SummerSlam build-up? Yeah. Like, he gets a SummerSlam to Survivor Series kind of run. Yeah, it would certainly be a capitalizing on the the crowd moment and then being like, okay, what's next? You know? Yeah. So, like, every Tyler championship run. Yeah. That sounds about right. How many championships have you won? JD's still got a belt. I've still got a belt. Where's your belt? You call that a belt? I mean, it's in my bedroom. It's not that belt, but it's it's the EWA championship. Did you... um, We also won tag titles together that you just abandoned. You know why I did? No, you lost those to us because I've still got one right over there. Oh, we didn't lose them. That was the thing. Tyler just quit. Wow. Actually, I got injured, so I got hurt. But yeah, hey, like I, I came back from my injuries. What are you doing? Oh, I wasn't injured. I quit because there was a pandemic and, you know, uh, no, better I shit got, to do. I think you got hurt. I think you misplaced your tampon somewhere. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. He said he had better things to do than continue his team with you. See, I don't I want to break the team. That's pretty low, JD. What's the matter with you? Well, that MGF uh, promo was, was great, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting again. So there's some local there's some- tea that's been spilled as well that I guess we need to discuss. And Tyler... I think you need to take the lead on that. Okay. Oh. No, no, this is a, not not a shot. It's just Tyler knows the knows the situation. He kind of relate everything to us, so he can relate. Oh, that no, 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 that, no, that situation. Yeah. No, no. Okay. There's the local team that got spilled, but Tyler, uh, we're gonna let him kick off this discussion. So, do you want me to go into detail on what I saw while I was there? Sure. Okay. So, I was in a show at Dalton last weekend, and um, 
There was a show in Dalton last weekend. There was, yeah. In uh like in okay. Barnett, like outside of Dalton. And um there was an incident in a tag women's tag match. And um Crystal Fires was on one side and uh a young talent named Sarah Saber, who I've done many shows with, I have a lot of respect for. She was on the opposite end. Uh, basically, the short short version is, from what I saw and what I gathered and what I've heard, Crystal pulled the quote-unquote Southern Vet card. Um, got a little rough with her. Uh, Sarah came in the locker room asking, hey, what can I do? Did I do anything wrong? Is everything away? Just being respectful. Um, And Crystal, from what I gathered, showed her ass. I don't know exactly all what was said, but um, apparently Crystal said, I don't like being disrespected, blah, 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 blah. A couple of other people defended her, which I thought was such horseshit. And if anybody knows Sarai and the shows that she's done will take my side on this and say, hey, that's not what she's about. She's one of the most respectful people in the locker room, wanting to get better, wanting to get um, any kind of feedback to what she had done wrong. And it pisses me off that people, you know, Crystal and and others – kind of contradicts saying, oh, well, she, she showed her ass. That's not true. That's absolutely 100% not true. And my DMs are probably going to fall up, fall back saying, I'll thought I just can't deal with the so-called vets who thinks they got to strong arm somebody and just throw their weight and do stuff and think they're teaching something. I'm telling you, that's the quickest way to get blacklisted from these shows and it's kind of and it's happening right now and uh, that there's no excuse for that and um and if they're listening uh if you want to dm me go ahead i'm just gonna leave you on read because no excuse for what happened and if you you know if you say oh well sarah was disrespectful or she's just going to business for that's simply not true if anybody has done a show with her they will sit there and tell you that's just simply not who that person is. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll just say, no matter if you've been <laughs> disrespectful or not, you don't take liberties with somebody in the ring at all. No, no, you don't. Uh, the, like, I get that some people were brought up differently, but the thing is, is you want to leave this better business better than the way you found it. And leaving it better than the way you found it is not least leaving that shit in the past. Well, if they want to leave it the way better than they found it, then all those people that were involved on that one side need to just quit. Fuck them. That's the, you want, I'm disrespecting you. And I'll tell you what, um, the thing about it is, is I've done it and I felt like a piece of shit. And I made amends with the person that I did it to. But I didn't get on fucking social media, brag about it, blah, 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 post the video because the video is still fucking up, just so mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I'm not saying I'm fucking badass by any fucking means, but a lot of the times that I'm in the ring with some of y'all, it's a professional courtesy. Because I could hurt you really bad if I really wanted to, but I don't. 
because I'm fucking professional. And I don't know how many times I've been in shit-tastic matches with some of y'all. Did I beat your ass? Did I take liberties with you? No. When you should have. A lot of times, you don't, this shit is uncalled for now. There's no fucking need for it anymore. It pisses me off, too, that you go on social media and you brag about it. That just shows how much of a bigger piece of shit that you are. The only yeah. thing they're, like I said on Facebook, the only thing they're veterans of is fucking being the drizzling fucking shits for the last 15 years. Go make your fucking customs. Sell your nasty ass feet and butthole on fucking OnlyFans. Do that. Get the fuck out of the business. How about that? Yeah. I mean, fuck, if, if that's the way things were when you were coming up, like, fucker, you didn't <laughs> like it when it was happening to you, so why perpetrate it? Exactly. Yes. You were fucking a, a greenhorn once. Yeah. Everybody was. You just didn't start out being drizzling shits. You were always the drizzling shits. Will, from a fan perspective, when you're sitting in the crowd and you see some shit like that, what's that like? All I have to say is if fucking Hot Hardy's wants to be a badass and, oh, I'm fucking tough, then why don't you step into a real fucking sport? Like, why don't you pick up some fucking gloves and actually throw hands? Like, you're in fucking pro wrestling. You're a pretend underwear fighter. Grow the fuck up. Yeah, and here's the thing. Uh, she's like fucking two times as big as that girl was. Yeah, sir. Mm-hmm. sir does, that make you feel, does that make you feel like a fucking legitimate badass? You fucking beat somebody that was fucking smaller than you up. Like, fuck off and get the fuck out of the business. I'm not even in this shit anymore. But I'm glad I'm not. The way you fucking people act, the way you fucking people fucking do sh- dumb shit, you know, you're fucking grown ass people. And you fucking do dumb shit and give wrestling such a fucking bad fucking name and a black eye. And I'm sure she's going to throw out the excuse of, oh, well, that's how it's always been done. That's how it was done to me when I was yeah, coming she's, up. She's already it. done that. She's already done A that. prime fucking example is look at The Miz. Look at all the shit they used to put him through when he first joined the Fed. And now look at him now. Class fucking act. He's a prime example of leave the business in a better place than when you found it. I agree. Well, well, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, again, it goes back to what I was saying. If, if it's always been that way, you didn't like it when it happened to you that way. Motherfucker, don't perpetrate it. Don't be that person that continues that fucking tradition. Like, you didn't like it. You would, I mean, like, to, you would not- like to think that people would want to fucking make wrestling a better sport. But instead, uh, when people say, oh, wrestling, first thing they think about is you fucking idiots getting arrested. Because you get your yep. shit out there and you fucking put it out there like you're some kind of fucking local celebrity. Um, DUIs, beating your old lady, all that shit. That's what people associate that shit with. Drugs. Look, yeah, drugs. Yeah. Uh, let's get to one more quick thing before, and then we're going to go to a new segment that Will proposed. Uh, one, just give me, let's go around, get everybody's quick thoughts on this. Kenny Omega. His contract may be up soon. 
And apparently WWE is very interested in him. I mean, Thoughts? they've been interested. It. I feel like that's not really the big headline everyone's gassing it up to be. Like, surprise, company's direct competitor is interested in their biggest star. Tyler? I don't know if Kenny Omega is their biggest star anymore, to be honest with you. But let's propose this. Kenny Omega was hurt around that time. Do they pro did they did they add that back time? They already have. Right? They already did. So he would be up in what, November? Yeah, so he's still got <laughs> We don't know how added, many months he's got added actually. If they added in all the time that he was out for, then he's got almost another year left. That's what I'm saying, because, like, with all that added time back from, like, when he was injured, I don't know if this conversation really needs to be happening right now or not. That, like, let that last couple of months come come by, and then we'll be having this talk again. But I definitely Jerry, think if he's has any interest in going in there and being a top talent, now would be the best shot but at the same time I kind of don't have a whole lot of interest in seeing him go there Yep, yep. I still Bill. feel like they've, they've yeah. only scratched the surface of what he can do with AEW alright Will uh, kick off our newest segment We've got our new closing segment. It's called MVP of the Week. So I'll go ahead and kick things off since I guess I created the segment. But I would say my MVP for wrestling this week would be Josh Alexander. God damn it. That's who I picked. Josh Alexander is like, God damn. I've been seeing a lot of comparisons of he is a modern-day equivalent to prime TNA AJ Styles, and honestly, I think he has surpassed that. That's uh, pretty bold, but I could see your argument on that. I mean, dude, Josh Alexander has been putting in some work for him back over the last year. Yeah. It's very rare that a world champion, and especially a babyface world champion, can have this long of a run and not a, I've not heard a single peep of man, like who's he going to drop it to? I'm ready for this to wrap up. I firmly believe that Josh Alexander is the best world champion in wrestling right now. Okay. At the very least from a in ring standpoint, but Shane, who is your MVP of the week? I'm going to go with tank. Tank, all right. Yeah, because, you know, I love Tank the Death, and, you know, he messaged me some stuff, and we had a good laugh, and that's why he's one of my favorite people, but I'm also excited to see the Coven of the Goat or whatever, his new group that he's doing. I think it'll they, be fucking awesome. They did just add the final member to it. I'm blanking on, I want to say his name's Nathan Mowry. He's the Killbilly. Yeah. I don't know if that name rings any bells for y'all, if y'all have worked any shows with him, but he I seems I, like a nice dude. I think I've seen him around at um, Southern Honor in Canton, Georgia. Okay. Yeah, so I'm 
Tank's my MVP just because he's the fucking kick-ass dude in life, and I'm excited to see his new group and see where it goes. Jake, who's your? Or we'll save you for last, Mister Bader Riches. Okay, JD, who is your MVP of the week? Uh, mine was going to be Josh Alexander, but since you picked him, uh, I'll have to go Dominic Mysterio. Nice, very valid choice. Dominic Mysterio is probably one of the top heels in the company, maybe one of the top heels in the business right now, and I feel like getting him away from his dad has done him a world of good. And I'm uh, glad to see uh, them. Go ahead. I was going to say his promo work from when he first joined Judgment Day till now with Charlotte fucking has went leaps and bounds. Yeah. That dude's definitely a future world champion at some point. Well, I'm glad they moved away from the path of the death sentence of, oh, here's wrestler A's child. He's good because wrestler A was good. And people yeah. would have pooped that real fast. Yeah, because Scott Putsky was terrible. Uh, I'm also glad I didn't go in the obvious direction of, I want your mask. Yeah, fuck. I want yeah, that. I want bald Dom. Yeah, but I, I like the fact that, like, at the Royal Rumble, he fucking stole his mask so he couldn't enter the yeah. Like, Rey Mysterio doesn't have, like, extra mask in his fucking bag. I love yeah. how Ray wears a mask out just in public on dates with his wife and shit. I love that that's canon now. Okay, I, I do too, but I love when he goes to the airport, he just don't wear it. I know, right? <laughs> it's so you try to get, get on an without getting swarmed by fans since we've never seen him without his mask. WCW is not real. It's really not. It's not canon. It's like a Dragon Ball Z movie. It's the GT well, of somebody wrestling. Somebody brought up a good point. Nobody's ever acknowledged that when he got to WWE, so therefore it doesn't matter now because WWE owns WCW, so they control the narrative. And it's further not acknowledged anytime he was in Lucha Underground or AAA. Yeah, that's also fact too. So yeah, Kevin Nash is not even real. So Jake, or no Tyler? Tyler, are you going? Tyler. Okay. My MVP is going to be Aaron Dallas. He won his third championship and has held uh, the Pro-South All-Out Championship for quite a while, the Peach State Championship for quite a while. And um, Aaron, if you're listening, I apologize, dude. But um, forget the other belt that you just recently won. But um, on top of that, he's like double booking himself to death and making these towns and just really killing it out there and i'm really proud of young aaron dallas i hope you guys get to see him in the future one day um he's a great just a great individual uh a good wrestler better human being and uh he's just doing so well for himself so i'm assuming we're just gonna say drew jumped in that body uh less alcohol less alcohol well, see, he learned his lesson. Yeah. There it is. It's basically, I yeah, mean, usually just... that's how it goes whenever you get a new liver. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, uh, Jake, who's your MVP for the week? Well, the correct answer is me. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Who'd you beat? 
Yeah. Because I'm going to perform a live execution on Monday, which would be a couple days before this actually airs. And I'm going to pretend I'm the Orkin man and get rid of some fucking vermin at TWE on Monday. All right. I also have that red briefcase that I got to carry around that I'm going to win the RCW Heavyweight Championship with to add that to the list. Another tick on my box. Sounds like we're just having a, a fucking killer year, bud. That's a good time. It's a good Proud time to be me. It's good to be king. It's good to be king. Also, co-MVP goes to co-MVP goes to Katie because you know she's my manager. Couldn't do it without her, literally and figuratively. I know. However, will you skin the skunk with her band from ringside? I will find a way. But also, it's a, it's a no DQ match. Yes. It is. So what's actually stopping her from showing up? Get her a mask. Don't give away my plan! Damn give it. her a mask. You might be listening. You didn't hear this, skunk. What's stopping Will from interfering? True. He is undefeated. I'm undefeated. I can insert myself into the match and pin both you jabronis. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. I'll you stack teach you on, everything I know. I'll stack you on top of. There's still plenty of lessons I've yet to teach you, young one. That's what I'm saying. Hey, you taught me everything I know, but not everything. Have you, know. you ever reffed? No. Okay. Well, um, I have a plan for you. Just wrestled a whole lot all up and down the East Coast. Fuck the West Coast. Hey, okay. Yeah, them's my them's my parts, boy. Don't don't you be talking about about California. Well, um, Will, we're gonna but have to. If it makes you feel better, Jake, whenever I pin both of you at the same time, I'll stack you on top of Skunk, so that way you can still say you pinned him. You know, well, I appreciate it. Thank you. You're so kind. I'm nothing if not fair when I bury people. This is because Skunk's done on the podcast, isn't it? Huh? Basically, yeah, but I always want to see my trainees go over at least somewhat. I didn't train skunk, otherwise, oh. he'd have belts. Okay, thank you, everybody, once again for listening to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. We'll be back in your feed later this week with our review of The Last of Us episodes four through six. So keep a lookout for that. And until then, Jake, what do they need to do? No, Bring me animal pelts. No, I'm gonna win. <laughs>